Welcome. Hey, guys. This is the Mental Protein Podcast, fueling an athletic and entrepreneurial lifestyle for ambitious families. That sounds cool. Um, and we're really doing it. We are. It's been a long time coming. And this is episode one. We are your hosts, Ted and Francisca Gonder. You married hosts. We're married. We are definitely. We're married. very, very married. We're very married. So this all started just over two and a half years ago, uh, when we had uh, we'd gotten married. We had one kid at the time. Mm-hmm. We were living in Chicago in our three-bedroom apartment. Um, we each had our own companies that we were building, and we were trying to figure out where we were going to take our life. But we had already been together for five years, and uh, or four years at the time, and um, a lot of friends were sh- starting to share with us that... Uh, that they thought that that they would like us to share uh, the things that had worked for us, like what we had learned along the way, what we would have done differently, because what they noticed in the way that we had constructed our life was that we had taken a bunch of creative turns to ensure that both of us stayed and built our stayed fit and built our fitness over those years. Um, uh, stayed connected and deepened our connection as a couple over those years, uh, that we were raising our two year old in a way that was pretty cool. Um, was the feedback that we got from a lot of people. I guess we can unpack that later. We can unpack all of that later. Um, but you know, the, the feedback from our, our few friends was that, Hey, y'all should do something, a podcast, a blog, a vlog. Uh, and, at the time, like <laughs> Franzi was pregnant, I was super swamped with my own work. We were just planning to move to Europe, and uh, it was not the right time. Uh, we were already at capacity, but um, now we've kind of emerged from that, and here we are. But I know, I think. Yeah, I think it really started five years ago, or like more like almost five and a half years ago. Or so when. Um, when we went onto that train to Leipzig in Germany mm-hmm. and we had this like really cool Airbnb and we used an entire weekend to just write out our family vision. It was our first family retreat. It was our first family retreat. That's true. And you, me and a baby in the belly. And a baby in the belly. And um, yeah, we, we wrote down a family manifesto, all of our values and I mean... Until today, they're hanging our, you know... In our our entranceway of our house. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that's when we also realized that things would go a little bit differently for us. Um, The traditional family setup um, wasn't really working for us. We were both too ambitious Mm -hmm. uh, with our own companies and the work that we were doing. Very committed to it. We truly care about it up until today. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you also didn't envision like a, you know, father life, uh, far away from your children, like mm-hmm. in a, you know, traditional setup. Mm-hmm. And so we, we wanted to optimize for that. We wanted to optimize for connection, as you mentioned. So, yeah, I think the, the family vision and the, the manifesto that we wrote is really, that was really the centerpiece for that huge transformation, um, that we 
Yeah, it was like a foundational moment in our in our relationship, yeah. and it set the foundation for our family. Uh, and that was, as you said, six years ago. About two years ago, people started telling us we should share what we're learning along the way because things seem to be working, um, and plenty wasn't working, but we were learning a lot. And uh, and here we are today with episode one of the Mental Protein Podcast. And I want us to share a little bit about who we are and how each of us got here. But actually, before that, I want to share that this is the this is hopefully going to become the podcast that we would have wanted to listen to along the way. Absolutely. Because like when I was starting out as a dad, you were starting out as a mom, we were both building our own companies and navigating other opportunities and, you know, growing our relationship. But a lot of the resources out there, be them books or blogs or other types of resources just weren't resonating. And it didn't feel like they were designed for the way that we were wanting to approach a life of kind of personal innovation. Um, And, that's uh, that's our hope is that anyone out there who identifies with that what we just shared is going to benefit from this and are, and we want to create the podcast that we would have listened to. Yeah, and it, I mean, if I can be really honest here for a moment, like there were a lot of people, not necessarily in our immediate circle of friends, but outside of that, who were who said that how hard parenthood is how hard it is to raise kids, how hard it is to raise kids and have a company, like, and how we're, you know, our relationship is going to suffer and all that. I mean, it it was, the outlook was so daunting, even though everybody was congratulating for getting married and having children. Mm -hmm. And there was this, like, huge gap and we were just like, you know, why? Yeah. Why is this apparently, is it really that hard? Is it really that like, almost like daunting yeah. <laughs> to like be, become a family? And, um, and I think what we saw is that it did not work out for a lot of people that we knew, you know, it, as friends or as sort of like acquaintances yeah. or whatever. I mean, most like, relationships fail. Most parents end up in divorces like not most like just slightly over 50 percent, right something like that but uh it's it's actually a relatively rare thing to have a successful marriage that lasts through the whole raising of the family period and uh uh, doesn't end up making major sacrifices to other parts of people's personal lives yeah yeah, I mean, I personally come from such a family. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I my my ambition already was to to definitely do it differently and to build that build the kind of family that I did not have after I was twelve years old. Mm-hmm. So. Um, let's yeah, talk. It's, it's a, yeah, let's, let's let's talk a little bit about you and, and yeah. like like who are we? Because we, we've introduced a little bit about what this is going to be and. Uh, you know why we're making it now what the what led up to this moment but let's talk a bit about ourselves so that our listeners for episode one can know who we are and what we're all about and then we can talk about 
ultimately who the perfect person is that we're trying to speak to. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the things that we're going to talk about that we're planning to make future episodes about and why we feel like now is the right time uh, for this message to uh, be shared with the world. So why don't you, you go ahead and start like you were just sharing, you know, you a little bit about your family background, but maybe you could bring us from there till today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so I, I was born in Germany and I was born in Germany. Yeah. I was born in Germany and, um, I was going, I, I mean, I grew up in an incredibly loving family. I have parents who are incredibly committed to us up until today. Um, even one of us is, uh, one of them is uh, looking over us from the, from the sky. Um, and yeah, I'm one of three siblings. Um, it all went really well up until I was like a teenager. My parents got divorced. School became a big struggle, and um, yeah, my sports in general were just kind of like saving me from a lot of um, internal trouble, I would say. Um, so in, in many ways, you know, a lot of people say music raised me. I think for me, it's like sports raised me uh, in many ways. Hmm. Um, so, and, and then I spent uh, many years abroad um, and spend a lot of time just sort of like finding myself and enjoying myself and really coming and really getting a sense of like, what is it that I'm here for? Um, what is my, what is my purpose in life? Um, and yeah, I invested a lot into like self development, personal growth, um, failed at a lot of relationships, um, and had a lot of heartbreaks and always try to just sort of like understand like what is it that um that's maybe not working um obviously not only in the realm of relationships but overall um and yeah i had a really good time along the way i spent a lot of time in like in the u.s in in asia in uh, all over europe what were you doing professionally along the way like what's the what's the running thread um i uh, build a small company while I was still in university and I was in a place in the Netherlands in Maastricht where uh, there was no entrepreneurial ecosystem and I, it really yeah it gave me the chance to like really build it up with a few folks there um, and it became a passion of mine to like build entrepreneurial ecosystems like you know just basically spaces for young entrepreneurs to thrive and uh, make a difference and that took me to various corners in the world including like Vietnam and London and working with the European Commission and Startup Weekend and many other great organizations up until I built my own agency um, helping investors to future-proof their own companies that the that they had invested in and that's kind of like what I have been doing ever since um, in many different ways. Um, nowadays, I'm an interim executive and I'm a leadership coach um, and I'm applying a lot of like somatic coaching, um, fitness frameworks and leadership coaching frameworks, um, neuro-ling- neuro-linguistic programming to uh, yeah, 
unleashing the potential of the especially founders that I work with and young professionals. Um, so yeah. it's, it sounds like you're at this moment in your own career where you're able to take all of the professional experience you've accumulated as an entrepreneur and executive and blend a lot of the athletic and physical body oriented mindfulness frameworks uh, together to support other executives and entrepreneurs with their own leadership. Yeah, I think what I realized throughout the past few years is that um, I can do a really good job, you know, as an interim executive, but at the end of the day, it always comes down to like how uh, willingly optimistic, strong, and um, yeah, just yeah, positive. I would say the the leaders are like the founders of this organization, and you know this has an incredible impact on the culture, uh, the way people hustle, the way people are mm-hmm. able to keep a work life balance, mm-hmm. um, and I'm incredibly passionate about that, like building strong sustainable companies that are deeply rooted in just like um appreciating each other uh, building a shared human experience mm-hmm. um in that company um making all making the entire team feel like this is a place that i want to invest in um but obviously you know this is the same idea applies to all of our lives like um, of our our personal lives, right? Where do we want to spend our most of our time? Who do we want to spend most of our time with? Um, like, what are the values that I bring to the table? What are the skills that I bring to the table? Um, all of those questions are incredibly important, and we all should have an answer to this. Um, and so, and I I also do believe because of my athletic background that we can internalize and embody all of that and thus make it a lot more sustainable and and authentic um, if we intentionally move with the big decisions in our lives, like quite literally move. Like whether, whatever, whatever the sport is that resonates most with you, um, you should have a practice around um, the the big intentions in your life. Hmm. Cool. And that and and oh, I also birthed a bunch of kids. Right. Yeah. 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 Not to mention three, so, uh, like beautiful boys, but they were also heavy boys. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, I I also did that in the past five years. Right. In addition to working and navigating all of this, you were pregnant most of the time. Yeah. And pregnant and or recovering. Yeah. I, uh, we always joke at home that I'm. Uh, that I'm growing babies and companies. Right. You do grow babies and companies. The, the incredible thing about the births was they were all successful. Like they were all very successful births. Yeah. And a lot of that I also noticed being your partner had to do with uh, the amount of physical and mental preparation that went into those athletic events. Like, we don't think of birth as an athletic event, but it is like one of the most intense and dangerous athletic events that a human can perform. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like, I mean, it should be in the Olympics. I don't know how you'd get a bunch of people to 
I mean, no, that, that would work. maybe it shouldn't be in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's, I feel like that what you just shared gives, uh, gives folks a basic sense of, yeah. of how the perspective that you bring to this pod- yeah. podcast. Yeah. I'm excited to go a lot, 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 lot deeper. Yeah. Um, as we move through this new, uh, venture here um and and share more uh, and hopefully also share some of the like mental and physical practices that mm-hmm. we're doing as a family but also that i am doing as uh, as a coach so awesome yeah and as a mom too do you want to talk a little bit about ted gonder sure who's ted gonder sure um well i'll i'll rewind the clock a little bit too i I uh, grew up in Los Angeles and had two very loving parents who um, raised me in a way that was extremely supportive. And I had so many cool activities to go to. I was in uh, music classes, swimming classes, uh, the Boy Scouts, and my parents were very involved in supporting me in all of those activities. Um, and overall, as an only child, I think uh, things went pretty well. Uh, but I will say that for whatever reason, when I was when I became a teenager, I started to feel really disconnected, and I felt as if I perhaps hadn't chosen the those activities. I just felt like really unmotivated, and I I slipped into a pretty nasty depression, uh, and. Um, was started to act out, started to, you know, be really difficult to be around at home, um, started hanging out with the wrong people at school. And uh, I think my life would have gone down a very different path and direction if uh, I hadn't had a few different kinds of interventions happen in my life between the age of 14 and 18. One was that... um, my mom hired a tutor after I performed poorly on a math assignment. And the tutor was this incredible guy who'd grown up in Ghana and had moved to the United States, probably the most determined, uh, just diligent guy that I'd ever met. His name was Duke, is Duke. And he would come to my house every day and teach me math, but also taught me all kinds of other life frameworks, taught me the value of positive thinking, taught me that knowledge equals power and agency, um, taught me that hard work leads to good results. And as my own like test scores and grades in school improved, uh, I noticed a huge change in my sense of confidence and also my physical, my physiology, like my shoulders, my posture changed. Like I held myself differently. My, I stopped hunching over, like all these things, changed when I started to realize that I was smarter than I thought I was. Um, and my teachers viewed me differently. My parents started giving me more freedom. Uh, and it just having that one person in my life to show me how hard work can pay off so quickly in the knowledge realm really changed the way that I viewed myself. Then shortly after that, I had the chance to go to this like leadership seminar that my mom had signed me up for. And when I got there, there were all these kids who... Uh, were, you know, we were all 16 and I was still the kid that kind of sat in the back of the class with his headphones on, even though I, uh, had had this deep internal change from my tutor. And this guy 
that this um, con- this leadership seminar that I went to had all these other kids who were just next level motivated kids I would never hang out with at my school, and it turned out that they were all really cool, and I admired them, and I admired their enthusiasm and their courage and the way that they could ask questions and interrupt teachers and presenters and how excited they all were about their futures, and. Um, so I made this decision after that. And I remember like actually crying on the, on the car ride home from that seminar that I made this decision that I wanted to, um, make the most of my life. And, uh, I didn't know what that meant yet, but I knew that I was squandering the opportunity that I had and, um, and that I wanted to change something big. So, uh, then the, and, I did. and I did, I changed a lot of things, which we'll go, we can go into in a future episode. But the third thing that happened was, uh, and, and there are probably several other things I could probably call interventions or micro interventions. But the third really big one was that I had been on the school, the high school swim team. Um, and I decided after this leadership seminar, cause I'd also been lifting weights and getting stronger and feeling better about my body as a teenager. Um, that I decided, hey, I actually want to get really good at swimming so that I can get a, a scholarship to college. And this was the way that my parents and I agreed that, uh, you know, this would be the best path forward if, is if I could get, find a way to get a sports scholarship. The so between Germany and the United States. <laughs> right, yeah. The American the higher education system is pretty expensive. Um, and had, there's a lot of like status uh, perception issues uh, within it. But anyway, um, so my mom, uh, who's who was always my biggest protector and supporter, uh, my mom found me this incredible Olympic, former Olympian who was a coach locally in Los Angeles and set me up with him. And I joined his club swim team and I was one of the slowest swimmers there. It was way harder than anything I'd ever had. It was like four to 6 a.m. every day and like, or five to 7 a.m. every day. And then five, like four to 6 p.m. every day in the water, swimming super hard, always sore for two years. But this guy totally like took my level of thinking and, and, you know, work ethic and everything to the next level. So these three interventions. Can ma- you say hi to him? Hey, Gary. Good <laughs> to see you. Um, thanks. <laughs> uh, anyway, so th- those three uh, things that happened, but during my high school years, like it, summatively, it made like helped me springboard my life from being this kid who probably would never have gone to college. Would like. I don't know where I would have ended up to instead getting a full ride scholarship into the university of Chicago and, uh, having a kind of, um, nonstop set of experiences after that, that I have, I feel I've been very fortunate to experience from building, uh, an award-winning national nonprofit with my best friends, uh, and serving tens of thousands of students in schools across the country with financial literacy trainings to getting to meet and actually advise the Obama administration and the former president. Um, and, uh, even I'd say meeting you and, our marriage and the the challenges and beautiful moments that we've gone through um, internally and externally, like from, you know, endless stacks of immigration paperwork and 
lawyers and stalkers and all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, just, you know, being able to look internally to that athletic, athletically supported transformation that I had in my formative years as a teenager, uh, has carried me all through my 20s. And it's something that I'm really passionate about passing on to our children. And I think it's influenced my side of the, like my, my half of our relationship in terms of what I'm contributing and how we're designing our life. I think about, I think a lot in terms of team. I think a lot in terms of, um, of, like entrepreneurial possibility and vision, um, and reverse engineering backward from that. And I know obviously you do too. Um, but that's kind of where I'm, where I come from. So, you know, I'm really excited to share, uh, both share the things that I've learned and my perspectives and the strategies that have worked, but also, um, as this podcast gets going, I think we're excited also to invite other people onto it with us so we can ask them questions and hear what's worked for them and dialogue about all of this. Um, and so maybe, maybe it makes sense to get into who this is for and some of the things that were, some of the topics that we're interested in exploring. Yeah. That was a beautiful outline of where you're coming from. Thank you. Nice preparation. Thank you. (laughs) So who is this for? Um, I mean, definitely people like us, like new parents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then busy parents mm-hmm. in particular. Mm-hmm. Like, I think uh, new parents and busy parents is probably the main the main focus group right now. Um, and busy people in general. Um, anybody who has an ambition to build a holistically fun, meaningful, connected, involved, fit life. Mm-hmm. Like, it it's almost sounds too good to be true kind of thing, hmm. you know. But I, I'd say it's really for those people who are also ready to challenge some of the core assumptions about how... A family needs to work, or how you know how how life needs to work. Yeah, and so uh, I definitely, and I know you are too. But like, just coming from my vantage point here, like I definitely am here to say you can have it all if you're willing to uh, super commit mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and really, really know what you want. Like, everybody always says, like, you can't have it all, but, like, it just means that you also, like, don't really know in what area, like, what areas you're trying to optimize for. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's interesting. I mean, reflecting on it in this moment, it like, it's such a, it's such a cliche topic at this point, right? Like, can, like, especially for women, I think, like, can women have it all? Like, this is the whole lean in Sheryl Sandberg thing, like women in the workplace, equality, like really important topics. And I feel like it's, it, from my, from my like distant perspective, everything just seemed very Mm overgeneralized. Like, can, can women have it all or can men have it all? Can anyone have it all? It's like, what's the all that you want mm-hmm. and when? Well, you need, that's a, I think that's the daunting, um, daunting piece 
of it a little bit. Like everybody talks about, you got to find your passion. You got to find, you know, realize your dreams. Um, like have it all and then work hard for it. But nobody dares to like go super duper deep and be like, all right, what is my context? What do I want? Right. Like, what is my DNA? Yeah. Right? Yeah. What is my family's DNA? They want to read, pers- like, business books and personal development books and, like, podcasts and Instagram posts and just take that and map it, copy-paste it right. directly into their life. But- and that's why that's why it's, like, it, it almost, like, it, it, yeah, it inhibits us. The more we consume of all of those stories, the more we're not able to go deep ourselves and be like, okay, like, how do I apply this to my own life? Right. Like, who am I right now? Where am I? Without all the comparison, without all the, like, thinking what the other ones would say or do or not do or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I mean, that that whole thing is definitely part of another episode. Totally. But, totally. Um, I think this is... Um, and for us the angle is entrepreneurial uh, like an entrepreneurial and athletic perspective Mm -hmm. we do believe that through entrepreneurial thinking and an athletic mindset you can pretty much you can have it all you can have it all whatever your all is whatever your all is on your timeline on your timeline like determine your own context set your own compass Adjust your radar or tone it down big time. And, and then super commit. Super commit and then use entrepreneurial and thinking and athletic sweat. That right. athletic approach and you can get it. And and again, like the question was, who's this for? I think it as you said, it's new parents first and foremost. Like people who are in a relatively similar situation to us and might who might resonate with some of the values or choices that we're sharing. Secondarily, I'd actually say it's parents to be mm-hmm. who are in, who are like trying to prepare for what's around the corner and get a sense of that because like I definitely felt blindsided by all of this. Uh, I think yeah. a lot of people do. That's interesting because this is exactly where we felt like we had there was nothing out there that would resonate with us. Yeah. Like yeah, we all. I mean, no parenting books. We didn't read any parenting books. We didn't find any podcast or folks that we could talk to that would sort of like share the open open questions with us yeah. that we had about all of this. Yeah. Like who just like saw like the abundant opportunities, uh, you know, ahead of us and be like, like everything's going to be great. Totally. The optimism around building like a yeah. fun family and have like great work that you care about. It's really interesting. Like, As an example. You're, you, uh, what I remember is like, we like you got pregnant we started preparing to become parents uh and then and like the loudest voices were the ones who were closest to us in terms of like friends we had when we were single and Mm non-parents who and then we had a few friends who were parents but they were mostly older uh, or in different different life positions like they had a lot more money or other other stuff we had other friends who had a lot less money um and uh but then and then like our parents and our family and all those people have some kind of bias that they're projecting Mm -hmm. uh and what we're biased advice 
Yeah, it was biased, biased advice. It's hard to put it in context when you're not yet a parent. So hopefully the things we share can be useful or inspiring. And then third, I would just say, like, as again, as you said before, anyone who's busy, uh, like some like maybe not anyone, but anyone who's like busy and is part of a group or a family and wants more out of that. Like if, you know, if you're, if you're an older parent or you're an older brother or sister or sibling, uh, or your family is already out outside of childhood and you're just like trying to, trying to get more out of, out of them. Or if you're a member of a team, but you relate to what it's like to really value family life. Like some of the things we're sharing, it's not all going to be about like babies and diapers and pregnancies. Like that's going to be the, there might be a few episodes about that, but this is about much more about like what's, what enables ambitious families and individuals who are part of those families to grow and thrive. Yeah. I know it's a buzzword, but life design really hits it on the head. Yeah. Yeah. Ambitious life design. Yeah. How do you design I, a life? I, I personally love that term because it's all the creativity for me is, is in that. Yeah, totally. You I think know, it, like taking your own canvas and make it really colorful. Yeah. It's a great word. Okay. I think that answered the question. Who is this for? Yeah. And we talked a little bit about the next question already, but what are some things that we might be talking about on this podcast? So, I know already, and just for people listening, like we really have no idea what we're doing in case it's not clear already. (laughs) Uh, We just sat down. We have a whiteboard. There's some notes. It's kind of illegible. We're sitting on a couch right now with a tiny microphone. Yeah. And we don't know how to use GarageBand. Yet. Yet. But we're very determined. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, we haven't planned the other episodes yet. We just have a bunch of ideas we've brainstormed. So some, I would say though, most of those ideas revolve around one of several themes. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, which we were just talking about before this is the topic of deep fitness. Mm-hmm. So how do you as an individual and as a family, um, live a life that is both mentally and physically fit and reap the benefits that exist at the intersection of those two yeah, things. Yeah, I think that, that part is really important. Like how uh, physical fitness um, increases and improves mental fitness um, and in many ways the other way around. Like the way you, you, know, the way you speak to yourself uh, in short, mm-hmm. um, how that um, helps your athletic will. So yes. Say. Um, so... And how you can apply that to many other aspects of your life. So whether whether you are, um, you know, an entrepreneur yourself and you're building a company right now, whether you're a new parent and you're trying to balance work and family life and being a good partner and all the things that come with this busy modern life, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah, I think that's what it's all for. Yeah. 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 Deep fitness. It's at the core. I think that's at the core of everything we're going to discuss, actually. And that's why our company is called Deep Fit. Yeah. uh, Because that's the that's the approach that we embrace and apply to everything. Um, With that as a starting point, we also want to talk about 
one's relationship to yourself. We want to talk about your relationship to your partner. Mm-hmm. We want to, t- and we're going to be talking about our relationship to ourselves, our relationship to our partners, and other people that we bring on. But this is all for you, um, as the listeners. We also want to talk about what, what, it, how, how to find balance and flow between parenting, family life, and building a successful career in 2020 or whatever year it is when that podcast gets recorded. Like this is such a, such a tricky, slippery topic with, and we have not seen a lot of real raw stuff about it. Um, coming from a perspective of like co-parenting, at least I haven't like most of what I see on this topic of work-life balance with family and career is essentially like, one parent needs to stay home for several years uh, and handle everything at home while the other person tries to be as successful as they can in a sleep-deprived state. Or uh, both parents work and you outsource the children to daycare institutions and babysitters, neither of which is bad. Like, let's just get that out of the way. This is not a judgmental podcast, but neither approach was what we wanted for our life. And, uh, we tried, we actually went through brief periods where we tried each. Um, and it just didn't feel right. So we have embraced a life of co-parenting where we're equal partners in everything around the house, uh, and everything with the kids and everything work wise and income wise. Although Franzi's way better at laundry than I am, so I don't think I'll ever catch up uh, on some of the emotional labor around the house. And uh, we have not followed a template for that, it, and and we haven't seen any amazing ones because it is very much you creating your own life. But I do wish that this podcast had been around so that I could hear from someone else that had a similar level of professional ambition and respect for their partner talking about how they did that what we're trying to do 100 yeah that wraps it all that wraps it all up it's a very humbling experience road journey like we we're going through a lot of like very deep emotional conversations uh, as a couple to to continue to optimize and stay on the road that is most meaningful to us mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, I really hope that we can share some of the rawness and vulnerabilities that this journey brings um, mm. with you all and show you that you know all the highlight reels that you see in in on social media and whatnot you know it's a lot of the stuff takes hard work mm-hmm. and it's yeah, it's hard work. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And it's worth it. Beautiful yeah. work. Yeah. But hard too. I want to go back to. Yeah, I think uh, talking about somatics, like in short, and there's you know there's obviously a lot more, but like in short, um, what I would say about it is how you. Uh, and all of us want to truly embody and live um, the the commitments 
that we subscribe to to live our best lives. Mm. Um, and that has a lot to do with the awareness we also bring to our body um, and let our body also guide us in many ways. Mm. Um, so, you know, if we're always hunched over or our shoulders are always tight or um, we always have this sort of like ironic smile on our face or all of that, like, what does all of that mean too? Like, is 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 there something that our body tells us that we need to take care of? Um, or, I mean, obviously also, like, if we feel fantastic, like, how do we spend more time in the state of just pure um, gratitude and abundance to use that very body that we have to create something great? Yeah. Um, so... And you come from a... from the world of yoga yeah. and neuro-linguistic programming and somatic training. Yeah. And I come from the world of Aikido and CrossFit and yeah. we've learned a lot that, that we want to bring yeah. to this. Yeah. So why now? Why is now the time for this podcast? Uh, COVID-19 people. COVID-19. <laughs> we're in a pandemic, baby. Uh, I mean, everyone's at home. The thing that, the thing that really stands out to me, it, like there are a lot of reasons why this is fun to launch right now, but Families are together experiencing the discomfort of what that means. People's careers are changing in in like what that work looks like uh, overnight. Yeah, I mean overnight. Everyone's working from home. Companies like a lot of people are laid off. There's so many people with the chance to re envision their life, and we'll talk in a future episode about that moment, those moments for us when we had the chance to re-envision our future life uh, and how we've gotten to this place. But um, yeah, I think that's what it is. There's just, it's a huge moment of opportunity. So we want to support people in seizing it. Absolutely. Should that wrap up episode one? That should wrap up episode one. Okay. Thank you guys uh, for listening. We really hope that even though it was an introduction and there was a lot us talking about like what we're going to do that it was still helpful Mm -hmm. and that it still inspired you to like start thinking about certain things that you know are on your list um and thank you for doing this with me thank you this is fun this is like a bringing a whole new dimension to our partnership yeah it's Uh, it's awesome these are intimate we're sharing our intimacy with hopefully billions of people eventually (laughs) so anyway thanks everybody stay healthy Stay healthy. Bye.